First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. R.I.P. Betty White. There's the tribute. I sang it earlier in the podcast several episodes back. On our Mother's Day episode. I guess after our Mother's Day episode. After I lost the poll. And I wanted to give you all another rendition. I'm surprised. R.I.P. Betty White. I'm surprised you can keep, even keep track of when you lose these polls. It is It is difficult. Uh, almost as difficult as Goph on prom night. Ooh. Coming in hot, hot, hot. Drew. Episode 65. Welcome everyone to your favorite podcast. Getting it's close to my favorite number. 66 mario lemieux the two beers podcast speaking of which another penguins goal hey yeah could have went with 68 yeah there it is all right let's assume positions drew you ready kick this thing off ready on you my man it's your your show you just count it down (laughs) oh all right ready three two one uh i got I got a familiar friend and then a new one for beer two, but the familiar friend for beer one, focal banger, alchemist. Uh, okay, what do you got, Drew? I've got a Coleman Terrier Experience Hazy Double IPA from New Trail Brewing Company. Oh, I My, like uh, it. Friend of the pod, Alex from Harrisburg, uh, gave me a bunch of these. A few months ago, and I'm still uh, getting through them. Yeah, he gave me like four, so it's kind of embarrassing that I haven't gotten through these yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's a Williamsport beer, I think, which is out out Harrisburg. Yeah, West. I uh, yeah, I had I had it in my fridge, and I did some like my main kitchen fridge, and not my like garage beer. Not fridge. Not in your beer fridge, yeah. And so I did some uh, some winter cleaning of uh, my fridge that was like stacked and stacked with old expired stuff, and now it's like bear it's like that it's like it, it's basically uh johnny lawrence's fridge now <laughs> with the uh took you, the took you a second to realize who that was huh no i just wasn't really paying attention to what you were saying <laughs> that's fair that's fair um yeah so on that note Ooh, um, that, is, that is that is tasty i love it that is tasty okay so no boxing second week in a row no boxing no boxing the bread and butter the the bre- the what, what am i trying to say the bread is not buttered but we're, we'll get into yeah, it here we, we'll get we, into we, it. We, we could talk about how a 42 year old beat a 36 year old but we don't need to do that and that referee who was like 90 <laughs> 92 just fell asleep at the wheel yeah hilarious um so, so good anyway so let's just get right into the nba catch and shoot i'm i'm just gonna toss you this pass right here on, on a tee clay Guess thompson this Clay Thompson, Woo. Splash Bros, Splash Bros, bro! I'm so excited, man. I'm a, uh, I listen. I, 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 I diehard Kobe Bryant fan, obviously, to my dying days. 
you know, love the Sixers. But, you know, other than that, I just like watching good basketball no matter where it is. And True. Yeah. Oh, you said true. I thought you said Drew. Um, I said it's true. I was going to say, like, I – and watching the Warriors, like, people can say it's being a front runner or whatever. Like, just watching the Warriors it just, like, makes me happy because just the way that they play basketball run play. And Clay Thompson's like, such a big part of that. And not having him in the league the last two years has been so super depressing because he's just fun and, like, he's just hilarious. Like, his post games, he's just, like, a, he's just a big doof. And, uh, you know, he can score 63 points on 11 dribbles, which is ridiculous. He's so. like me on the pod. Just makes it rain. He's a lovable fuzzball. Everybody loves him. He's yeah, I was gonna. Everyone looks at you, this the Steph Curry of the pod, as as, as you know the the talent. But you got me here, just just splash bros. We're the splash bros. Just bang bang. Look, yeah, I was gonna. Comp- I was gonna the compare corner, him. The, the I, wing. I, pow pow. I was gonna compare him to Teddy, but sure, we'll go with you. <laughs> Who am I, Draymond? <laughs> uh, you're Jordan Poole. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're Jordan Poole. Um, no, so I'm excited, man. So yeah, he's supposed to. Saturday is supposed to be the day. Uh, I can't wait. Maybe maybe I'll buy a League Pass finally. <laughs> Almost halfway through. But the, the reason year. why you didn't buy a League Pass was because you were sick of Ben Simmons. Yeah, I know, and I, I and just I didn't want the NBA to get my money. But now I want to watch Clay as much as possible. <laughs> your 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 desire for Clay is super. I don't. I don't. I don't. Your, I don't ever. For... I don't. Uh, I don't ever want to take Clay Thompson for granted. Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Like you take me for granted. I do. That's true. I won't deny that. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. Um, also, NBA catch and shoot. Guess Ky- who's back? Kyrie's back. Back again. Kyrie! Our, my bro- I almost said our brother. Uh, sure, might as well say. Our brother, Tori, uh, texted us. He's like, good to see Kyrie back on a basketball court. Nah. I just sent I just sent him the meme of <laughs> You don't even know who that guy is, dude. The, the gif, I should say the gif. It's on the wire. You gotta we gotta get you on the wire. Um uh, McNulty. Yeah, uh I whatever. He's just, you know Clay, obviously we we haven't had him because of two just horrific injuries, but uh, you know, Kyrie just only wants to play, you know, work half time on his banker hours, so not as not as pumped to have to see him back, but his, good PTO, game, man. his PTO ran out. You know, he had to come yeah. back and start accruing again. <laughs> he ran into the red. So, uh, yeah, he's at yeah, 22 points, nine of 17 shooting, played 32 minutes. Uh, did a lot of scoring in the fourth quarter. I thought he only had like 12, 10 or 12 points going into the fourth. So I think he had a big one. Um, yeah, good to have him back. And they, you know, they, they need him, so you know they they may be the one seed in the E. Well, I guess they're the two seed now behind Chicago, but um, you know to 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 be serious, okay, like you know they're gonna win the title and like be confident about it. Like they need Kyrie Irving because it's just a huge hole, a huge hole in their roster with thirty million, you know, thirty million dollars that they can't fill and. They have nothing but a bunch of you know minimum contract guys, so they could still you know they could still win the East and could still win the championship, but you know hmm. I, I don't know how you'd have thirty million hole on your roster and you have a bunch of minimum contract guys. Where have I heard that before? Well, you haven't heard that before because the Sixers don't <laughs> that the Sixers don't have a bunch of minimum <laughs> the Sixers don't have a bunch of old minimum contract guys. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's not. So, it's it's similar. It's not the but same. Not yeah, the it's same. not. Yeah, I trust. Trust me. I've had. I've had. I've had this Kyrie Simmons, <laughs> uh, Westbrook debate with uh, our friend Teddy at nause at nauseum over the last oh. like 
month. You using I Latin? You really are going rogue. I, this I, 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 I know. I can't. I can't even do it anymore. So it's just. Uh, it's. It's. It's been. It's been. I've. Uh, oh God. I have. I've had to put my phone down and and woosah a little bit. Just walk away. Be like. Be like. Stop. Stop. Oh, like that God. gif of that child on a swing set, just just looking into the puddle, just just swinging. Sadly. I wish you. I wish there was an app where you could face some FaceTime somebody and just literally put your hand through the phone and smack them. I would. I would <laughs> use that so often. So. Um, all right. Uh, any other NBA catch and shoots? What, what do we get? What do we get? Just uh, this this thing with like players and the fans booing them and uh, what? Man, where are we? Like like where? What, what is going on in the world where it's I like I don't. I don't it's, know. I'm not. I'm unaware. What? What are it's you talking about? It's this major. So well, like now it was like, and I, I don't think it was taken in a bad way, but like, like Tobias Harris it was the recent um, story because he's been just broke the last, you know, whatever it's been, ten games. But I get, you know, it's coming back off COVID, so I get it. But he's just been abysmal. I mean, I've been looking. You know, I'm watching the games, and you can't really tell how bad he's been. But then you go to the box score, and it's like, shit. He was three of twelve. Ugh. Oof. Uh. And so yeah, he's he's been getting booed a little bit the last few home games because he's been terrible, so rightfully so. And then uh, you know he was getting on himself and tried to you know tried to make some big plays the other night. And then the fans, yeah, they start cheering him. It's like, yeah, all right, there you go, man. Like that's what you're supposed to be doing. And then he was like yelling at the fans not to cheer him. <laughs> um, but I think <laughs> I think they that cheer one, me all the time. Even but when for I that, I, but yeah, but for that, I think Never. that I, I actually think in that instance it was more of I'm I'm still asked, don't cheer me. Uh, but a lot of these guys where it's like, I, I guess we can blame the New York Mets for this, but like, oh my God, how dare you boo me? Like, I, I don't know. This is crazy. It's just crazy to me that that's, it's even a story or a headline about fans, but like players, players being annoyed. It happens, it's been happening in the NFL too. It's like, dude, if you played like dog shit, if you play like dog shit, you're going to get booed when you, sports? yeah. Like when you play awesome, you're going to get cheered. Like that's how it works. That's, that's sports, man. Jesus. Yeah. Ugh. Bunch of babies, a bunch of horses, bunch of commies, bunch of horses. No, because remember I used that instead of cowards. Now, bunch oh of yeah, horses, horses, horses. <laughs> uh, you horses. All right, any, anything else? Toss anything some else? booze to your Tobias. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. You've been a beautiful audience. Toss a boo to him if you have, if you have, if you can. <laughs> I'll be at the bar if anyone needs me. Ah, oh, so good, so good. All right, that's all I got. Before Tori yells at us, if anyone needs me, I'll be at the bar. Got to get it straight. Got to get the lyrics right. <laughs> get all them right. right. If you're gonna say them, get them right. Get it right or pay the price. All right. That's right. <laughs> Any, NHL half clappers ready? Clap, 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 clap. Ready for this booty meat? All right. Connor McDavid has COVID. Did you hear about that, Drew? Yes, from the you. league, the league MVP, just right now. I didn't, baby. You just told me. Um, yeah, Connor McDavid, COVID. They tested positive on Tuesday. Retested Wednesday. He's out, which I guess means that it's a one-man show with Leon Drysital. Uh, honestly, my biggest question is like, so. Uh, well, number one, he is vaccinated, but you know, in today's world, with, that means oh, nothing. Oh, yeah, with Omicron, it's just you could everybody and their brothers testing positive. I'm surprised I haven't got anything. I'm hoping I was asymptomatic and I, I like have the. the you're the like pa- you're like you're like you're like patient X, man. Like maybe 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 you're this. You're the cause, and that's why you're I'm, not getting. It. I'm I'm uh, Will Smith in in um. You are. I in, imagine. Um, 
Thank you. I am legend. Yeah. I almost said yeah. the other one, iRobot. I'm like, no, don't say iRobot. <laughs> hey, how dare you? I it would have been an incorrect reference. Uh, I was gonna say that was that was a tremendous tremendous movie. Um, yeah. So he has COVID. My but my biggest question is, so in the U.S. we just saw the court. It's uh, kind of hilarious timing, but we just saw the quarantine protocols come down from like ten days to five days. But I don't think that's true in Canada. I think I think their virus needs you to wait fourteen days, and in the I U.S. Think that's you a lot of. There's a lot of foreign countries, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I, I don't I, every Everybody has their own rules. So, But they're all in the same league, so that's interesting to me, like how that's going to – I don't know. So is, they get away two weeks? I don't I don't know. Um, speaking of uh, Canada, how about uh, our boys at Seton Hall, Tyree Samuel, somehow got stuck in Canada? I heard that's uh, the conflicting stories, that that's untrue. Yeah. Okay. Either way, this is the NHL. But that would be pretty funny if it is. That is, I mean, that is true. A lot of I know a lot of um, a lot of like um, TV shows or movies that were filming in Canada. Like when it shut down and went on lockdown, they were just like stuck there for like months and months and couldn't leave. Justin Bieber, Ryan Reynolds, and Pamela Anderson walk into a bar. Yeah, like the new. Specifically, I know that new Superman TV show that Superman and Lois or Clark and Lois, like that was filming out there because um, I follow some of the people on Instagram and like they were just stuck and they couldn't come back. Hmm. Man, don't, wouldn't you rather be stuck in like Hawaii or something? Eh. Yeah, probably. Canada sucks. Uh, maybe, it's, I don't know. Maybe it would be nice. Maybe we should go to Canada. For what? It, just a, a guy's getaway. F- film a... Uh... Or film or record an episode on site. Have some, have some poutine. Yeah, well, maybe maybe Reynolds would come on and do it for us. Ooh, I like it. And then you could tell him that like his shtick is tired, and he could say, "Well, why don't you look at my bank account and my smoking hot wife?" Did I ever say his shtick was tired? Basically, when you shit on Red Notice, that was awesome. All right, whatever. Anyway, getting back yeah, to the half clappers. Just quip after quip, quip, quip after quip after quip after quip. Are you, are you done? Is, is the tantrum just done? Just go clap. Just are you, are you done clapping yet? No. Um. So, on January first, which was Saturday, they had at seven o'clock at night on the East Coast. They had the Winter Classic. Uh, in and it was in Minnesota. It was in like Minneapolis. At the Minnesota. At the, eh? Yeah, Minnesota at the uh, Twin Stadium, Target Field, and it, it was friggin' minus nine degrees, and the the uh, paid attendance was like over thirty four thousand, and like I missed the first two periods, um, which I gotta say, like the visuals of of the uh, Winter Classic have improved so much over the years. Yeah, like, I always like them. Well, like the uh, look because it was so cold, but like the ice looked was fast. It was good. Like the guys were playing good. All the angles were correct with like the cameras. Um, I mean, it just looked good. It was good production. But the fan, like the stands, were half full by the end. And I'm like, and I'm saying that as a compliment. How in the world were these fans sitting out there minus nine degrees watching a hockey game, a regular season hockey game? It's like this isn't this isn't for all the marbles or like. This isn't like Space Jam where it's like the Monstars trying to, you know, trying to save Earth versus the Monstars. Like, what? <laughs> you guys yeah. are just – and several of them were uh, – no, I take that back. That was 
Wait, we're. I think there was a bunch of them shirtless. If I remember them showing That's them, just ridiculous. I was just like, "What are you? What are you people doing?" It was. It was wild. Um, but hey, good job by the NHL. Um, and kudos. And that's the thing. I don't even know. Like, should I be thinking these? Should I be judging these people? Calling them idiots? Are they amazing? It's commitment. Just commitment, I, man. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, I'll raise a beer to them. I I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Although I will say, every time the the temperature gets five degrees or below, I do go outside shirtless just to get some of that nice, cool, brisk air just run, running through my uh, you know, my chest hair. Hmm. Just oh. No, nothing like it feels feels great got the big old belly hanging out getting getting the nice cool crispness do you ever do that drew uh no i can't say i ever have highly recommended uh, i'm gonna put it on the list for next year put it on the list maybe we'll have to get on the two beers instagram account oh, next, if we that's... ever get below five degrees this year now i like the way you're uh you're thinking tyson me and tyson fury this is this is the peak male pr- male body god you, knows you don't, you don't have it, to like it but that's what it yeah, is have to accept it all right that's all i got for the half clappers anything else no ah uh, yamir yager yeah yager all right um the moving right along to the nfl second and short uh, we're we're gonna expand the the uh, the discussion here today since we're it's week seventeen in the books going into the final week week eighteen we will have more uh, go for twos postseason and entering the postseason weekly go for twos like like we did with the uh, two for ones in the NBA uh, playoffs so That's look right. forward to that but but we do need to cover some topics here this week um, more so than just the picks well hey man that's why it's second and short whole playbook wide. The F open. Wide the frig open. So, uh, first thing I wanted to cover was, Drew, was the playoff scenarios. And I know I know this this is one of your favorite things. Ah, oh, so, go so good. <laughs> so good. So good. The only time I ever was interested back when I was still an Eagles fan, and I think it was like 2008, and they were like, they were like eight, eight, and no, it was like eight, eight, six, and one. Something crazy. They had a tie, ridiculous tie, and Dallas was like the perennial favorite to win the division. They were up like five games with like seven weeks left, and somehow it came down to the last weekend. And the Eagles needed like six things to happen, and like just six unbelievable things. And then the last one was they had to beat Dallas, which nobody thought they were going to do either. And somehow all five of those things happened, and then the Eagles absolutely routed. The Cowboys. I remember Brian Brian Dawkins, who's just God, what a, what an amazing man he was. He just like the first play of the game, he just like rips the ball away from either it was either Romo or Marion Barber, and just like runs it ba- runs back for a touchdown. Ah, God, so cool. But that was like the only time I was ever like, wait, what do we need to have happen? And actually like paid attention to paid attention to it yeah. live. Yeah. So all right, you ready for this? I'm gonna rip them off. Rip them quickly, rip. and 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 then give a little uh... names rip. I'm going to take this one to the train station. Uh, Ravens need to win. They need the Chargers, the Colts, and Miami to lose. That's so weird with Miami because Miami's already out of it, but that creates some kind of weird tiebreaker for the Ravens. They need Miami to lose or tie. Okay, um, the Colts need to win. If they don't win, they could still back in with some specific things. But basically, Colts need to beat the 
Jaguars. But I, I read that the Colts have not won in Jacksonville in since like six, t- six, seven years, right? Since 2014. Yeah, something crazy. The, the like Jacksonville's that. only win last year was over the Colts at Oof. home. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Uh, Vegas needs to win, and they're in. God. They, they can still get in with a tie if Indy loses. And there's. If Indy and Pitt both lose or tie, then yeah, they could whatever. Chargers need to get win or get in. They they have no other help, and it's Vegas versus the Chargers. So there's actually a weird scenario. Well, let me just say this first: the Steelers, the Steelers need to win, and they need Indy to lose. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Indy to lose in Jacksonville, but that's not a hundred percent it. Because there's there's a specific scenario where if Indy loses and the Chargers and the Raiders tie, both the Chargers and the Raiders get in over the Colts. Right. Because right now the Raiders are sitting in position. So if they tie and if the Chargers tie, the Chargers leapfrog the Colts. Um, and which is insane. So. They the Chargers and the and the Raiders play after the Colts, so if they wanted to be colluded, if they wanted to collude, they could say let's just take a bunch of knees and not get anyone injured, and we will both make the playoffs next week if the Colts were to lose, <laughs> and then the Steelers would be like they can't get away with this. Yes. Yeah. So Steelers need to win and have the Colts a, me, lose. Me, me and a buddy were going to do that in fantasy football, but. We couldn't couldn't get the the uh, the app to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they the, the Steelers absolute long shot, and they need to beat the Ravens and the Colts to somehow lose to the Jaguars, and then Vegas and Chargers not tie. Vegas and Chargers is a de facto play in game because let's all face it, the Chargers are going to beat the Colts. I'm sorry, the the uh, Colts are going to beat the the Jaguars. Um, the only other you know wild card scenario in the NFC is the Saints need to beat Atlanta at Atlanta and they need San Fran to lose and San Fran is at the Los Angeles Rams if, if San Fran wins they're in if New Orleans loses or ties San Fran is in right and the and Saints the Saints just need to leapfrog San Fran with a win and San Fran losing and really, the only thing that the Saints or the only thing that the or the Rams are playing for is seeding. Yeah, right. Because Green Bay's clinched the one seed. Yes, correct. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's that's the scenarios. Um, I, honestly, I don't see how the Colts don't go down. I mean, unless there's some like COVID last minute COVID stuff that pops up. Like, wouldn't you expect Jonathan Taylor to have, like, uh, look, it's got to be over 150 yards rushing, right? I mean, you'd hope. I mean, it's the NFL. Anything can, ha- anything can happen, and none of these teams are really that good this year. So, I mean, I would I, if the Jags win, I'm not going to say I'm super shocked. I would be. And, I mean, that might also be because, I'm sorry, I don't care how many wins they have. Like, the Raiders are hot garbage, and the Colts lost to the Raiders. So, like, eh. Meh. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so that's the playoff scenarios. We'll see what happens. I I would suspect that Steelers play a tight game with the Ravens is what I'm guessing. Don't know if they win or not. Um, 
and I think the Colts win and just knock the Steelers out. And then the Ra- the the Raiders and the Chargers have their four thirty play in game. Yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see the Colts get in. Um I, I guess the char- the Chargers really broke my heart because they they started out so good and just lost just just dog shit games that they should have easily won. So that like just Anakin, always... you're breaking my heart. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That always just annoys me when teams just. I mean, it happens in the NBA all the time. Um, but like just watching the Chargers against some some of these games they've lost, like what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, and then if uh, I I guess I'm rooting for the Niners uh, for for our boy Teddy. Yeah. And for the and for the fact that I may you know if all goes according to plan, I may get 11 out of the 14 teams. Of Look playoff teams that I predicted too on fire. I did not I, have a good year. I'm not <laughs> predicting things. I'm, I'm not even the football guy, and I might end up getting the most teams. Yeah, I didn't have a good year. The only thing I'm I'm like close on is like the Steelers record. The most the most hilarious thing is if if the Steelers don't get in, then none of us would have actually none of us would have picked the only team from the uh, the AFC North to make the playoffs. Yeah. We pick, we all picked the three. We all picked the three other teams to make. Oh, you didn't have the Ravens in, but. We all picked the other teams, and the, the Bengals are the ones that are going to run. Yeah, yeah, it. right. So it'll be pretty funny. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. All right. Other than some Joey B and Jamar Chase, baby. Oof, Jamar Chase. He's, I like, honestly, I feel like I'm watching young Randy Moss when I watch him play. That's that's the only, and I never thought I'd I say that. I, 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 well, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I see him more as a Megatron. He's like, he's like, a, he's like, a, he's like, mus- he's got muscle to him. You know, he's got, he's... Yeah, but whereas, but Megatron, yeah, maybe, I mean, that's a good comparison. Like, too. Moss Either, was just, yeah. Yeah, no, Moss is more wiry, I get that. Yeah, just like the build. And the build, yeah, he's kind of a cross between the two in terms of build, but like, yeah. all right, we're starting to split hairs, though, because like, he's just, he's just incredible. Like, Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> And just the just like he's got he's got like that weird like Russell Wilson elusiveness once he gets the ball in space. It's like Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like he yeah. doesn't even move fast sometimes and like he just broke your ankles and you're done. It's it's incredible to watch. I yeah, it's, it really it really it's is. Ter- terrifying that he like my team's gotta go up against those guys for like the next ten years. Like Oof. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrows. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it without uh shock shotgun Sammy. Uh, shotgun Sammy, Big Ben. Oh, because oh, shotgun, shotgun, shot, uh, uh, shotgun. Yeah, because I will. Oh, I can't wait for the next go for two. I get to sing that. Um, speaking will of shotgun Sammy, will you remember me, Derek Henry? Speaking Big speak. Ben, you got the ball out fast. Two yard passes are memories. Wow. Well done. Um, any, any other verses? Remember the good times that we Remix. had. One playoff win in the last 10 years. <laughs> wow. You might have done that thing without permission. But we all love you in our memories. Wow. Wow. 
I just made that up on the fly, by the way. I didn't even that write that down. That just happened. Woo! I can't wait. You I can't write wait. that down. I can't wait for the full version on the go for two. Whew. All right. Um, you were Derek, saying something about a Derek, guy with a foot. Yeah, Derek Henry, King Henry. He's he's back. They, they I'm excited. Off the I'm excited. Like all I can compare this to is Terrell Owens, who came back in like freak amount of time to play in the Super Bowl, and it's like, how does Derek Henry come back from? Didn't he have a Liz Frank? Like what's going I don't, on? I, I don't. I don't. I never. I never really looked into what is if what it was the, an the actual foot, Liz yeah, Frank. Yeah, like or, what the foot was. Yeah. But like, how how's he doing this? Like, I don't know. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I I'm rooting for him. I I thought that their chariot was going to turn back to a pumpkin because I thought Derrick Henry was going to get injured, and it seems like none of that matters. It seems like they're just going to keep riding that chariot out. Yeah. In, I mean, they got. Sunset, I mean, they, so. they just they just got off to such a good start. I mean, I think they ended up finishing the season like four and four. But I mean, they started out. Yeah, but they're seven, starting to hit their stride again. Like seven and two. So. They didn't. Fade. Yeah, like, they, 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 they held the line. Well, like they, they, the AFC is interesting because I don't, I just like I don't, I just don't trust anybody. Okay, so make, Drew, Drew three sixteen. Don't trust anybody. Anybody. Yeah, I, mean, I guess in the AFC. I, I, even I mean, I guess the Chiefs, right? You gotta, you gotta give them, you know, just their, you know, their championship, uh, their championship due here and their experience, but like. None of the, I, I don't trust any of these teams, so I just I don't know. I think it's going to make for very interesting playoff games. Yeah, um, I agree. I think so. I think I think it's going to be lit. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What else? What else? NFL? Anything else? Yeah, a couple things. Uh, what do you wanted got? To talk, wanted to talk about Big Ben's uh, last game. I mean, sure you can. It was pretty 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 unforgettable. If you weren't oh, if you weren't a Steelers fan, yeah, it was it was bad. But um, forty some passes for like one hundred twenty five yards. <laughs> Eek. Um, no, but after the game, um, you know he like didn't want to leave the field. He kind of like had gave that awkward interview with his helmet on and like his chin strap like muffling his voice, and he was like. Yeah, you know, Lisa Salters. Uh, and I was just like, dude, take your helmet off. Like, <laughs> But uh, then he, he started doing a lap around the stadium. And, like, they showed, like, obviously they were zoomed in on him. And I saw this look in his face. Like, he didn't know, like, what to do. And, like, he didn't, know, me- didn't know what to do with his hands. He didn't, yeah, he didn't know what to do with his hands. But, like, like that, a memory came back. Um, Our buddy Adam and my sister Mia, we actually, the three of us, Went to Big Ben's first practice with this. Really? Dealers. Yeah. And oh it was, wait. Somebody you, doesn't you, read the Twitter account. You Ugh. goof this up already. What? It's story time with JL, baby. I tried to lead you into it, but you didn't go there. I wasn't going to introduce my my own story. Oh, I so. thought you were. I thought that was the plan. You were you were going to be do my thing and my voice for yourself. No. All right, go ahead. So that you was saw not Big Ben. You saw Big Ben at practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So the funny thing about that was um, my sister was obsessed with Troy Polamalu, still is, and I was like, all right, Mia, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the – they they have since stopped this. They stopped it for COVID, and I don't think it's coming back. But um, maybe they stopped before COVID. Anyway, they used to have one practice a year. Uh, they, they're one of the few teams left that have training camp at a college – St. Vincent College in Latrobe. 
Okay. Um, and one night a year in training camp, they would have practice under the lights at Latrobe High School Stadium. And so it was always like a treat for the fans, like because you got to go sit in the bleachers for free, watch the Steelers practice, which the Steel- you could always go watch the Steelers practice for free, but it was at Latrobe and there was multiple fields going on, et cetera, et cetera. But this was always kind of like a showcase. So we're like, all right, we'll go there. Like, it's a little bit easier access to the players there. Like, they spend a little bit extra time signing autographs. And so I was like, you know what, Mia, maybe you can go and, like, get Troy. So she was coming with us. And Big Ben had a little bit of a rookie holdout. And so his first, like, his mini holdout, like, ended on the Latrobe High School practice. So he, we go... And it's Big Ben's first practice, and I don't even know what what he did or how much he did because Tommy Maddox was the starter. And um, it, in the scrum afterwards, signing autographs, you you could tell he was new to it. He like it kind of like you could tell he felt awkward doing it. It was just kind of like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. And I saw that same look in his face after the game. You know, because he, like, didn't want to leave. He didn't know what to do. So he started, like, running around the stadium and slapping high five and stuff. So... Like I, I had, I had forgot that I was at his first practice until I saw that look in his face, and I was like, "Oh crap, I've seen that before." Oh, <laughs> uh, so, um, other news and notes from that practice was I stood next to Max Starks that day, who was like six nine, three fifty or something like that. The by far the largest human I've ever stood next to. It was, hmm. it was, it was absurd. Um, and also there was a legendary. Uh, drill that the Steelers always probably still do, but it's uh, the goal line drill, and it's first team defense, first team offense, for from like the two yard line. First team offense has four tries to get it in, and the Steelers had Bettis, and he was going up against James Harrison, um, Joey Porter, Jason Gilden, like great players, and uh, they were they were the defense shut him down. Was Gilden there? I feel like he was. Maybe he wasn't. But anyway. The button go with the sweater? The button go. And, but the defense shut them down four plays, and they were hooting and yelling, and Joey Porter was yelling at, at Bettis and stuff. It was it was friggin' epic. Um, so that, that was fun. The next day we went to practice again, um, and it was back at the college. And on the side practice field, we see number 39 streaking up the sideline. We're like, holy hell that guy's fast we're like we get the program out and we're like number 39 undrafted rookie running back out of unc willie parker willie huh. parker steven we, willie beeman we're like man we got to keep an eye on that guy he is super fast well the rest is history <laughs> friggin big ben's first day and then willie parker's first you know the first training camp as well so i we did not know what we were looking at that day but Hot diggity dog. There, there were some good players there. Um, so the way your sister uses head and shoulders shampoo because she loves uh, Troy so much? Yes, that that is why. She okay. supports all of his products. Makes sense. Um, so that's that's my Big Ben story. Um, he will be missed. And it's a little bit the end of an era for the Steelers, um, which is a little bit of a segue why? because, um, well, Big Ben played with all here, – here's why. All those players I just rattled off. Joey Porter, James Harrison, um, 
you know, all the linebackers they've had, Troy Polamalu, uh, all the guys they've had that that were good on good teams, like, you know what, Hines Ward. You, when you lined up to play the Steelers, like it was a physical battle. It was it, they were they were bullies, and that the NFL necessarily isn't really like that anymore per se. There are some teams like that. Like when you go up against an Aaron Donald, you know the whole team isn't like that though. Like even like T.J. Watt now is not necessarily he's phenomenal. Like he's practically unstoppable, but he's not. I don't know. He he's not necessarily like a bully. Um an intimidator, you know, like the Steelers were intimidating and big Ben, not that he was intimidating, but like he got, he got in opponent's head just because like he was impossible to tackle. And these guys would like hit him and he would bounce off and shake them off and like create plays. And, you know, defenders would just be like, son of a bitch. How do you friggin' like get this guy down? You know, they, so it was playing the Steelers was just like a mental war for a lot of teams. And, it's not like that anymore at all, <laughs> which kind of leads me to like Antonio Brown. And he kind of was this kind of like the start of like the whole breakdown of culture for the Steelers a little bit. And I don't want to over overcook that because, uh, you know, that that's talked about a lot. And at the end of the day, good football teams beat the teams that aren't good. Like, that's just what happens, regardless of like if you're a bully or not, like I don't think anybody really thinks of the Patriots as bullies, but they won a hell of a lot of games. Um, so, but man, Antonio Brown, like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't seen anything like that since college when when you had a meltdown in intramurals and threw shoes across the the Walsh Gymnasium at Seton Hall University. Just, just walked, walked off. off. And then you guys wouldn't support me by naming your dodgeball team after me. A bunch of losers. Um, what would the team name have been? Uh, free Drew, something. I don't know. You, oh, you guys, free, uh, free you Drew. Guys had, you guys went with something like stupid, like SpongeBob SquarePants or some silly name. But um, yeah, that was pretty wild. And I was also actually, I, was, I think it was the Motor Boaters was our was our uh, dodgeball name. Yeah, well, even even less believable for who was on that roster. But um, I, I was trying to bait you into uh, the end of the era to talk about Tomlin how he's never had a losing season and how he's so incredible but uh, <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't go for that yeah Antonio Brown man like why I guess now he just released this like two-page statement which I haven't had a chance to read yet that basically says Arian told him not to go back in the game and he didn't quit on them and when Arian said you're not going back in he decided to take off all his clothes and start dancing in the end zone and go back to the locker room you have you seen the... this yet no no I I did not uh, yeah, apparently he just he just released his own uh, his own statement about it, where he's basically blaming blaming Arians. So uh, you, the, you found the the best like meme. Uh, of it with yeah, they the, the internet the is just always clip. undefeated. <laughs> oh yeah, the 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 Seinfeld clip of for anyone that watched it, one of the very first episodes where George is the working at the real estate company, and he goes in and quits his job because the boss won't let let him use the the private the the boss's private bathroom. And then he's talking to Jerry the next day. He's like, and Jerry's like, I guess she didn't really think that through, huh? He's like, no. I was, what am I going to do? And he's like, well, let's just pretend like it didn't happen. Just just walk back into the staff meeting. And get back. Hey, you were just blowing off some steam. I'm entitled. You're entitled. No one listens to you. <laughs> perfect. Just absolutely perfect. You're emotional. Uh, no one takes you seriously. 
Yeah, dude. Oh, it yeah. was uh, it, it, it was it was so good, man. Um, what Perfect. did he say? Uh, here, here it is. Uh, because of my commitment to the game, I relented to pressure directly from my coach to play injured. Despite the pain, I suited up. The staff injected me with what I know was a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller by the NFLPA has warned against using, and I gave it all for my team. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline, and my coach came out to be very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you, what's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle, but he knew that. It was well documented, and we had discussed it. He then ordered me to get on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call medical attention and said he shouted at me, you're done. Well, he ran his finger across his throat. <laughs> there has to be there's there has a million to be video of this. Like right? there's a million cameras in these in these stadiums now. Like th- there's no way this 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 had this wasn't caught. He shouted at me, You're done while I ran his finger across coach. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury is bad enough. Then came their spin. Coach denied on national television that he was about my ankle. That's 100% inaccurate. Oh, oh Lord. It, there's, a, there's a whole other page, which I we're not going to read. go into the that here. The strange thing is, Arians comes out in the, in the uh, press conference and immediately says that he's cut. And it's, what? It's Wednesday night. They haven't cut him yet. Yeah, Bucks Bucks ownership are like, hey Bruce, uh, we just talked to Tom. Might want to step back on that a little bit. Yeah, I I, I don't. Uh, what a cluster! Huge, huge. But it doesn't matter because they got Tom Brady. So I know if like if there's one leader who can somehow like put this to bed and overcome this, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. So. I guess we'll see. I mean, again, there, if 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 a camera didn't uh, pick this catch, up, catch the uh, Spike Lee Reggie Miller throat slash. Yeah, then like the I cho- the choking. Yeah. Then so, somebody somebody needs to get fired. That's all I'll yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so I think that's it on news and notes. Let's get into the picks. So we're gonna have a few extra games this week because I am up for which. Doing our normal five would just be insurmountable for Jordan. So, want to make it at least a little bit interesting to give him a little bit of a chance here. So we're gonna we're gonna go You're every nice other guy one. You are. I really am because I should just you know do the uh, do the Tory the Tory White end zone uh, spike and just whoop your ass and tell you how much better I was than you. But I'm not gonna do that. If you were so, that much better, we would have won the uh, the guillotine. So let's just let's just pump uh, the brakes a little bit. In the arms of the angels, we almost had the. This is a very musical episode for us. I'm all dude. This WIPA is thank you. Haziness, yeah, good, good call. Hazy lady. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go every other one. You're gonna go first. I'm gonna go next. Then you're gonna go first. Then I'm gonna go next. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna start in Philadelphia, where obviously the league MVP Jalen Hurts welcomes the Dallas Cowboys into the arena. Uh, Dallas is giving the Eagles seven. So the Eagles are seven-point home dogs. Eagles clinched a playoff spot. Cowboys have clinched the division. Uh, the Cowboys can still get the two seed. Eagles can obviously move around a little bit in their seedings. Who do you like, J.O.? Who do you like? I didn't even realize you picked the Eagles game. Ah, oh, that was in the third text. I missed the third oh, text. Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go um, 
I think, see, I don't think either team has anything to play for. Um, seven points. Um, so I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to take... Here's my question. Yes. Why, why is the NFL playing Saturday the week before the playoffs? Like, Haven't they done that? I thought they, I thought they've done that consistently over the last couple of seasons. On the, the, the week before the final week, but the final week, it's usually no night games. And it's usually one o'clock and four o'clock because they don't want to create any advantage or disadvantage for. Oh, uh, true. Excuse oh, me, well. for people for vying for playoff spots, or for people, or for the following week for playoff teams. I don't know. So but, why so are they doing that? I, I, I'll go. I don't think either team has anything. Do they not to play care for. about their humanity? <laughs> humanity, like Dale from Walking Dead. Um, so I'll just. They, take they the, know. They they know. We've made fun of it enough. You don't have to reference it. The home team, the home dogs, Eagles, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people sitting, so I, I don't know. Do, I'll yes. go Eagles. I'm going to take the Cowboys because I think they, after a huge uh, bed shitting against the Cardinals last week, I think they're going to play their guys at least a half, maybe three quarters to get back into a little bit of a groove here. Um, which I think is more than the Eagles will play their guys. And even if the Eagles play, if, if both teams were playing at full strength, I would take the Cowboys by a million. Yeah. So playing, I think they'll play a little bit more. So I'll take the Cowboys cover in the seven. Yeah, makes sense. All righty, Ruski. Let's go to our one o'clock games. Uh, a lot of terrible games are going to be going on at one o'clock. So yeah. I'm... I'm really not looking forward to which games are going to be on my broadcast. But here's an interesting game. We're going to do the AFC North showdown between the division winners, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Cleveland <laughs> the Cleveland, the Cleveland Steamers. Uh, Cleveland, six-point home dogs. I'm going to take the Bengals. You, I, you could think that maybe they'd rest these guys, especially after Burrow took a, a – an awkward shot at the end of last game, but I think the Bengals are young. I think they're going to want to keep them playing. I don't think they're going to want to sit those guys and, you know, kind of face, you know, having to pick things up midway through a playoff game. So I think they play all the way through. Uh, I think the Browns will continue to just put Nick Chubb in the shithouse and try to win on the arm of Baker Mayfield and the Bengals just completely route them. Okay, well, that's where you're partial, at least partially wrong, because Baker Mayfield's not playing. They they said he's sitting. <laughs> oh, um, and, so and, good. and they confirmed that he is getting uh, left shoulder surgery in the offseason. So um, good. So good. <laughs> and Burroughs is also sitting. Um, is he? Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. And so um, I was I, – I, at first I was like, all right, I'll take the Browns because they're both sitting their quarterbacks – which means they'll probably just run Chubb. Um, DeErnest, I think DeErnest is on the COVID list. So yeah, I uh, think so. He was I, last week. Um, no, he played last week. Did he? Oh, yeah. And then uh, he's on the COVID list. But um, honestly, I'm going to take the Bengals because I think a little bit to what your point said about them being young. I don't. I don't think they want to like kind of like lazy their way into the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's, and and there, yeah. there is a scenario where they can get the one seed. So I think they're going to like, even though. So I, is Burrow, is Burrow actually, cause I, I would, it's Burrow's, hilarious. I if, 
if he actually got hurt because those assholes decided to keep going for it instead of just taking the friggin' points, they're not that's... saying how much he's hurt. But I, I, I think his knees at least tweaked. I don't. Jesus. It's not. I, I doubt it's a hundred percent. We won't get it because we went into it last week, like the just atrocious play calling. But if you want to see what's wrong with the NFL play calling, the, oh, go, I didn't mean to. I, no, I meant to bring this up actually. Just yeah. rewatch, rewatch the last two minutes of that game, man. Jeez. Yeah, there was a couple games that were just like beyond ridiculous, and I. I I'm I'm mad I didn't make a note of this. The one was the was the Jets. Uh, the Jets. They're up by four with like two minutes and forty seconds left. You kick the field goal and go up by seven. But they it's what fourth and two inside the ten, and they're like, eh, let's just go for the first down and close the game out. They get stopped hilariously, and then yeah. Brady Brady takes it downfield with no timeouts and wins the game. And it was just like. Like, yeah, that was completely predictable. Like, take the, the points. points. Go yes. up by seven. Yes. Like, my gosh. And then um, also hilariously, which pissed me off so much because I wanted the Steelers to have a chance to win the division, was the Bengals. Um, they're, what, on the one or two or whatever. Yeah. And they, again, they can kick the field goal and go and go up three yeah three for the win and then they'd have to kick off with like what 40 seconds 50 seconds left um but they were like no we're, we're gonna go for the touchdown and it's like take the lead because if you get stopped then you're going to overtime at best like what are yeah. you doing so they go they get they get a bs ticky tack call and you know, there was a couple like double penalties where they got to replay the downs. Did they stuff. go for it on fourth down too and not take the field goal? Yes, <laughs> that's when the penalty came in. Yeah, yeah, uh, they got so stopped good. on on so multiple plays. Like it so took good. them like seven downs from inside the inside the two to score. Just terrible, just terrible. Uh, it was it was insane, and it was just like okay, so um, yeah, they anyway. That's that's that that was the nonsense that happened. So they ended up winning the division on multiple I, I was so pissed um anyway so brandon allen is starting he's their backup Kay. um I, but i think i think the Bengals are gonna try and stay sharp and i think like what are the browns playing for especially like everybody's pissed that nick chubb doesn't doesn't play baker's not playing i i i just kind of see the browns limp limping their way into the offseason so yeah i'm with you all right all right Let's go. Actually, other, we're going to stay in the AFC North. Yeah, say the other AFC North. <laughs> Still p- potential playoff uh, implications here, and I don't think anything will be decided during this game, right? Um. Well, I guess the Colts are playing at 1 o'clock, and if they win, then the Steelers can't get in, right? Yeah, correct. Right, so I guess we'll see. Steelers but- need need to... The the Steelers need to win and have the Colts lose, lose. And, then, and then all eyes are on the Chargers. Yeah, and as long Raiders as they don't, as long as they tie. don't tie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Steelers are going to Baltimore. Uh, last time we saw these two teams play, we saw this the Ravens inexplicably go for two instead of taking the points and going to overtime. Uh, Ravens are they're giving five and a half. With not, I guess uh, is Lamar is Lamar definitely playing? No. So with a backup quarterback, they're. Oh man, you go first here. 
Uh, I'm taking the Steelers. I, I, I think Justin Tucker hits the game-winning field goal as time expires, which would be the like the most fitting ending for Ben Roethlisberger because every it seems like every Steelers Ravens game just comes down to a field goal, um, with the home team winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it would be fit. Although it would be it would be awesome if Big Ben end his career. One at home versus the Browns, and then on the road to beat the Ravens. Like that, that would be sweet. But I, I just, I just don't see how. Even if, even if the Ravens are up by like ten or something, like Big Ben is never coming off the field. They'll, they'll do something in garbage to like close the gap. So yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers out of spite because that is ridiculous. That the the Ravens are five and a half point favorites with. Not even knowing who's starting a quarterback. Uh, that's that's that's. Ridiculous. I don't even think it's a question. I think I don't, I don't think Lamar's playing. Uh, I think it's I think it's Huntley. It's ridiculous. Then five and a half points. Get get out of here with that nonsense. All right, let's go playoff game implications. Saints Falcons. Saints are going into Atlanta. New Orleans four and a half. They're giving four and a half to the Falcons. You know what? I'm going to take the Falcons. Matt Ryan finishes strong, gets to uh, eight and nine in what might be his last game as the Falcons starting quarterback. Uh, you old so-and-so. That's, that's exactly what I picked too. Oh God. I actually took the, I actually literally took them differently because I was like, Oh, I'll take the Saints, So I'll make it interesting. No, I, I no, That's exactly my, I, my note here is Matt Ryan's last game with the Falcons. Take the Falcons. Okay. Uh, and the Saints might win, but with four and a half, I'm going to take, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Falcons. It, the Falcons okay. are at home, um, and the Saints have tight Taysom Hill. So, okay, all right. Ah, uh, the AFC West, forty or NFC West. Sorry, 49ers. They're on the road. They're Lamar going... Jackson misses practice again. By the way, yeah. So he's toast. Going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Uh, the Rams are four and a half point favorites. Who do you like here, Jo? Uh, I'm going to take the Niners. I, I think, I don't know what the Rams are playing for per Nothing. se. Well, um, the two seed, that's it. Yeah. So I think the Rams eventually pull their guys. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Niners four, uh, plus, plus four and a half. Okay. I'll take the Rams. I've been, I've been taking <laughs> their, I've been, I've been taking, I, I, I've been taking the Rams all year. So I'll, I'll take the Rams to cover, even though I hate Matthew Stafford and, Everybody, this the second half of the season, if everybody that was like, well, the Lions just never put enough talent around him. Now they're finally seeing, oh, oh, like this is, oh, wow, he leads the league in pick six. Oh, oh, that's right. You can take the quarterback out of Detroit. You can take Detroit, the Detroit out of the quarterback, but you can't take the quarter. I can't figure, I can't make I would that say that, that was a valiant effort there. Good, good. good I was, I, yeah, I was trying to figure out how to make it work, but I don't think it does work. So either yeah. way. I'll just I'll, whatever I'll take the Rams and I can cheer against Teddy, bastard beat me in fantasy. AFC here's what I get is AFC East. Yeah. All right. So the Patriots uh, AFC got West. back the, the the New England Patriots that play out of Boston. That's the AFC West. True. Thanks, thanks, dickhead. Um, <laughs> Patriots, Dolphins. Dolphins have nothing to play for after winning. They won seven in a row, and then they just they just couldn't couldn't get it done against the titans last week so they're 
I guess you said there is some. Yeah, they're out regardless. But they're they. The, what happens in this game actually has implications to the Ravens. Yeah. So, so the Patriots are giving the Dolphins six and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go Patriots. I just I don't think the Dolphins can score enough points. Didn't the Patriots win a game last week, like fifty thousand to like two? They beat the J. Yeah, they absolutely destroyed the Jaguars, like fifty six to three. Yeah, I'm gonna go Patriots. Um. <laughs> They here's the deal. They are playing for something. The Dolphins, they're a young team on the rise, so they're tr- going to try and play for something. I don't think they're going to fold. But you're talking about the mastermind of Bill Belichick versus Tua, who's been up and down. And I just think he's going to do everything he can to just embarrass Tua. And I think by the end of this game, the Dolphins are going to be like, "Yep, we're going to go get Deshaun this off season." <laughs> yep. I, so I think that's what this is all about. Um, okay. So we're going Patriots. Alrighty, Ruski. Uh, let's look at NFC West. Seahawks traveling to Arizona. Arizona minus six and a half. Who do you like? Um, I think the Cardinals are going to want to hit the gas pedal a little bit and try and have some momentum going into the playoffs. But they, I don't know, I, they, something's off with them. So, I, And the Seahawks have actually been playing half-decent coming down the stretch, funny enough. I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover the six and a half. All right, I'll take the Cardinals. What's the matter? <laughs> I just can't take the Seahawks. I'm like, oh, the Seahawks are totally winning Russell Wilson's well, last game. Why are you game. worried about picking opposite? I don't know, because I want it to be interesting. I, 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 wrote, I wrote that down, too. Ru- Russ's last game with the Seahawks, question mark? <laughs> I at least want to get us four different games, so there's at least a chance here that you have a shot. One, I'm, 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 I'm doing what I didn't want you to do. <laughs> just take an opportunity. I'm just, yeah, just so you have a fighting chance in this. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna take the Cardinals. They, they need to right the ship. They, uh, you know, they, they beat the Cowboys last week, but they've been very inconsistent though since, uh, since Murray's come back. They're, they're gonna look to make a statement here, uh, and they, I mean, they have a chance to move up in the you know, in in the seating here and try to... Uh, win the division? No, I don't think they can win the division. Uh, but okay. like th- if they were to get the force, uh, they'd still be on the road, wouldn't they be? Yeah, they'll stop. Ah, wait, how's that work? So two plays seven. I don't know. Yeah, three plays what, six. Wouldn't be surprised plays... if they if they, they could Kyler could, down they... the stretch, right? Yeah, they could. Now, nah, you know, I'm going to go Cardinals. They're going to they're gonna take care of business against the Seahawks. Taking care of business. Taking care of business. Okay. One and that more, brings right? us our final game. The dumpster fire of the AFC West trash hole teams. The Los Angeles Chargers, 9-7, and seven, are traveling to Oakland. The Oakland Raiders. Oh, sorry. They're, tra- they're traveling to Las Vegas to play the Las Vegas Raiders. 9-7. Chargers, three-point favorites. I am going to take the Chargers. Darren Waller is playing. God damn you, Darren Waller. A week too late. But I'm going to take the Chargers. I actually think the Raiders are going to win this game out of spite for me because I've been calling them a trash hole for the last six weeks. But I don't care. I won't pick them. They're terrible. Let's go Chargers. Uh, I had the Chargers minus three. Uh, just because I, I have been saying it forever. I just can't. 
if I lose on the Raiders, I can't stand it. But since you've been going opposite and changing your picks, I want to go Raiders because I, I'm i just saying screw it. It would be absolutely friggin' hilarious if you lost to me due to the Raiders. So well, we can only tie now, so. <laughs> F it. I'll go Raiders. Let's do it. I'll go Raiders. I'll change my pick. Maybe we'll end up being even Stevens. Oh, baby. Exciting okay, stuff, so man. I'm, what, I'm looking, what, I'm, what four do we have different? Uh, Eagles, Cowboys. I took Eagle, or I took Cowboys. You took Eagles. Uh, I took the Rams. You took the Niners. I took the Cardinals. You took the Seahawks. And then I took the Chargers. You took the Raiders. Giddy up. So Niners. Giddy up. Seahawks. Raiders and Eagles. Yeah, so it might all be over Saturday, so we might not even have to worry about stress out Sunday. Oh, that would not be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate taking that thousand dollars from you. It's gonna be upsetting, but okay. Uh, we put a thousand bucks on this. Did we? I don't think I so. We, I thought we bet a thousand dollars on this. We didn't do that. Yeah, sure. It, it checks in the mail. Why? Why have we? Why have we been doing this for seven weeks? Yeah, I. It was your idea. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh man! All right, parlay time. Parlay. No, parlay. no, 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 no. Uh, I was trying to slip that You're one past. Trying to past skip the, this. I was trying to slip it past the goalie. Um. NCAA football, college football championship. It's coming up on Monday, Monday night, eight o'clock, Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis. Battle of SEC heavyweights. The uh, Georgia Bulldogs versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. How big do you think the spread is, Drew, on this? Um. Well, considering what did Alabama beat them by, 30 the, the two weeks ago? I think it was 41-24 a couple weeks ago. Uh, I bet you the spread's what? Let's call it 19.5. Seriously, you think Alabama's a 19.5 point favorite? Yeah. What's spread? Let me let me make sure I have this right. Forty-one twenty-four a few weeks back. Georgia okay. is favored by three. <laughs> I and this is why I wanted to bring this up because I because I'm like oh I wonder I wonder how much Alabama's favored by and I looked at it and I'm like did somebody, did somebody favored wait, by did, three did somebody get hurt no you know I I just read two articles before the podcast and I'm like. I, it, there's no reference to any COVID, any any. I'm like I'm trying to figure out why they're favorite, and I cannot figure out why. So, I I I don't know. If somebody knows, like let me know. Because I do not know why Georgia is favored over Alabama. I I I do not get it. Um. <laughs> Especially because a couple weeks ago they just beat him by seventeen a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's funny. That's funsies, funsies. Yeah. So you taking Alabama? I mean, how do you how do you pick against Alabama in any of this? I, stuff? I don't know. Like, no, yeah. Especially they came out last week and just ran it down uh, Cincinnati's throat. Like, no, listen, there's no obviously there's some familiarity there, and I mean Georgia's a good team, um, but it's no, I'm just gonna say Bama. Bama's gonna find a way to win like they always do. I mean they've they've won the college playoff every year, but twice, right? They lost Ohio State. Zeke absolutely destroyed them. Like I've never seen a player destroy an Alabama defense, 
and then they then they lost to uh, what's his face? They lost to Deshaun. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. Clemson. So, which yeah, which was you know it came to, came down to like the last play, uh, him and Mike Williams. So, yeah, I, Alabama. I, I Alabama you, money line is plus one twenty three. Yeah, you, you if you're betting like a steal, right? Yeah, like unless somebody's hurt and they know something, like you'd be an asshole not to take the uh, take the roll tide. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, so again, we both mentioned this is the least we've ever watched college football, but just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, definitely. Okay, now it's parlay time. Um, okay. I'm not picking that game. Uh, I'm going back to the Saturday night hockey. Okay. And and I'm going with um, Toronto versus Avalanche. I'm taking the over. Ooh, that game's going to be on NHL Network too. That that's going to be fun. Seven nice. o'clock on Saturday night. Uh, that is fun. Jack Campbell has a one point eight goals against nine thirty nine save percentage. But guess what? He's going up against Colorado, so I'm going to take the over. Uh, what do you got? I wanted to take the under in the Chiefs-Broncos game. But I guess the Chiefs technically don't have the one seat locked up yet, right? No, they don't. So, the Bengals yeah, can still get it. Yeah, so they can still. So I guess they have to play their guys. So I guess that's silly. So I won't. Yeah, so I'm not going to take that. Um... I'm just doing this on the fly. Uh, 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 What's the over-under in the Chiefs-Broncos? It's 44. Yeah, it kind of feels like, what? They're, Drew Locke is playing, dude. Yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, the Chiefs might score 40 points themselves. How much are the Broncos going to score? <laughs> Considering they hate their best player. Uh, three, Jesus, yeah, it's just terrible. They're gonna um, win like thirty-five-three. You know, you think that probably. Um, I'm gonna take the Bulls over the Wizards on Friday night. I don't know what the spread is, but I'm gonna take the Bulls over the to Wizards. cover or the or or money to line to cover. They're, well, they'll 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 be the favorite, so so we'll take we'll give we'll give the points. Okay. Friday night Bulls to cover versus the Wizards. Yeah, let's 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 you know what? I love you, Lonzo Ball. All right, and then let's my hockey it. game Saturday night. Cool. Yeah, let's 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 get weird. All right. Oh, speaking of getting weird. Speaking of getting weird, I was taking my last sip. Assume positions on beer two. Ready? Three, two, one. I have a uh, O'Fallon. Dad's original oatmeal stout. Never tried this before. I don't. Where is this out of? Um, Missouri. O'Fallon. Um, I feel like I've heard of this brewery before, but I've never had it. So here is an oatmeal stout. I am doing a Cape May Brewery stout. Uh, ties the room together. Nice. This one's pretty good. The brew abides. This one ain't bad. It's okay. It's okay. Sounds like Ghost State on prom night. Th- their analysis of, of him? Not bad. Not bad. Not great. Not bad. Um. Okay. So, 
beer too. First, firstly, we watched a movie. <laughs> the movie was called "Don't Look Up." Uh, I'll, okay, ready? I'll give I'll give the synopsis. Um, first, the non-spoiler. If you haven't seen it, it's about um, scientists who are at like one of those observation centers that is like. Kind of very far from civilization, so it's all dark, so they could see space better. Um, and they discover this comet that's coming towards Earth, and all of their calculations show that it's this comet will hit Earth in what is it, six months or eight months or whatever? Six months. Yeah. Um, from there, they are trying to convince. The politicians, society, etc., to take steps to stop this from happening, and hilarity ensues. That's the premise. So, if you don't want to be spoiled from there, click past this. But here we go. So, here's the rest of it. Can I can I give the spoiler? Uh, sure. How how much money did they have to pay Leonardo DiCaprio to do this piece of shit movie? <laughs> <laughs> Like seriously, uh, unbelievable! You, you, you go, go give 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 a little bit of the movie without now, being boring. Uh, uh, well, see, I I don't think it was as bad as people thought. I didn't I didn't think it was well, good. Pe- pe- people that you talk to casually love this movie. Rotten Tomatoes would tell you otherwise, which I was happy with. But like a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, this movie's great!" I'm just like. What? So so here's the deal. It ends up it ends up being and this is this is relatively quick. Um so the scientists send their data to their peers to be reviewed. They send it to NASA. They get called into the White House and the president is Meryl Streep and she's basically just like this like weird slutty person who So she's supposed to be like a version of Trump, I guess, right? I suppose so. Um Okay. She's kind of just like a very fast and loose president. Yeah, and she kind of makes you think that maybe she's like a Trump kind of person. Um, and so she she's going to manipulate this information around the midterms because she's slumping because she sent a vagina pic to somebody um, and it, got, it came out in the media, so she had bad press, whatever. Um, and so basically they, for all intents and purposes, they ignore the data. Uh, then it becomes expedient for them for the data to come out. So then they, you know, bring it out. Yeah. Yeah. They fast track it. Um, now the press after being pissed at them, that the white house did not go with their story. Now the press wants them back. They get on all the morning talk shows, Leo DiCaprio ends up cheating on his wife, who's Rose from so Two good. and a Half Men. So good. Uh, and uh, getting it on with like the the morning talk show host, whatever. Uh, long story short, you know, it becomes a big political thing where like everybody takes sides, and they're like, "No, this comment is not going to take us out," and it's and it's kind of portrayed as like the right wing people who don't want to follow science, refuse to believe that the comet's coming versus, you know, the righteous left-wing people who believe the science. And it's not very nuanced. Like, it's trying to be clever and intelligent, but, like, it's not very nuanced. That that was, like, my biggest complaint with it. Um, 
and so one thing leads to another they are gonna blow it up but then they don't because some rich tech guy thinks that they can mine minerals out of it so they're gonna try and blow it into a, like a few bits so that they they can still go mine the chunks for like a trillion dollars or what 140 trillion dollars whatever right. it is um and that plan backfires lo and behold at the end the meteor strikes the earth and wipes out the earth other than jonah hill who's who's the president's son that's on her staff um the, the rich people escape in a pod to go colonize another planet. Spoiler alert: they end up getting eaten by whatever bunch crazy of bird, animals. Bunch, yeah. bunch of the the basically the bird from Up. Yeah, the cassowary. Um, yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's it's so it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, like I like I was talking with a cousin of mine about it. I said, you know, if you're like a left wing person. You'll probably think it's very clever and enjoy the movie. People I talked to who were left wing did think it was clever and did like it. If you're a right winger, you're probably like offended and thinking like, you know, oh, that's like, that's just so stupid. These people are all like high and mighty and righteous. But then like there's people who kind of like can see both sides and just I just think it just fell short of what it could have been. Um, they got its point across and I'll give it credit for getting its point across, but like, I just thought it could have been more nuanced. I thought it could have been more developed. The most annoying part about it and reading the critics on Rotten Tomatoes is that basically it just comes across as another like Hollywood lecturing everyone else film because they make the politicians look stupid. They make entertainment looks stupid they make the um the tribal class like political sheep look stupid uh, they basically make everyone look stupid other than like they're like the hollywood like left elite is like absent from the movie other than like kind of like the entertainment piece of it the, the which michael, the entertainment the, the, the michael strahan ripoff uh, talk show basically well, that that was that, but that was just talking heads. That wasn't even like yeah. the left elite. That was just like talking heads who were just like wanted to keep everything light and not actually deal with issues. Yeah, because that's what they do on talking head shows. Right. Um. No, but like, um, Ariana Grande basically played like a bimbo version of herself, and that Kid people Cu- pe- and people cared more about her breakup than uh, with than Kid com- Cudi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the comet that was coming to destroy the Earth. Yeah. So, um, Jennifer Lawrence was like the was the graduate student, and um, Leo DiCaprio was the professor uh, who they found the comet, and they're yeah they found the comet. They're trying to convince everyone and. Um, I like, there's a lot of things they could have done that could have showed like, Hey, here's what's wrong with this side of society. Here's what's wrong with that side of society. Um, like I, I told my cousin, we were discussing, like, I thought it would have been funnier had like, and even it would have, you could have made fun of the right wingers even more if like, so the percentage that the comment was going to hit was like what? 99.5%. Yeah, something crazy like that. So say say the comet was a near miss, and like all the calculations were right anyway. But then like Jonah Hill and all the right wingers were like, "Yeah, sup? Told you they were a bunch of liars." And it's like, "No, you got lucky. Like you're still an idiot." Like <laughs> yeah, like I thought that would have been funnier. 
Uh, I, and like, I, I, I just thought they could have done a lot with it. And it, it yeah. all it does is come across as like, we, we own intelligence. You all are stupid and you know, you, you can suck it basically is how it, and what surprised me is like all the, all the critics on Rotten Tomato, that's what they said too. And, and typically the critics on Rotten Tomato tend to like be more in line with like left wing Hollywood. And they were all just like, oh, this is Hollywood lecturing everyone. And I was like, thank you, because that's what always happens. Like, So I was actually surprised. Yeah, at 50, that. 55% on Rotten Tomato for the critics, 77% audience score. Yeah. So pretty bad. So, well, let me here's, – here's my two cents. So I'm not left-wing or right-wing. I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just like good movies. This was not a good movie. Uh, my takes on the movie – Leonardo DiCaprio was fucking phenomenal. This dude just—he was man. good. He since two since Jesus since Catch Me If You Can. This dude is just like not uh, home run, home run, home run. Like there's just this guy just doesn't do a bad a bad acting job. He may end up in a bad movie or two just for whatever reason, but God, he is just tremendous, man. He was he was awesome throughout the whole movie. Like, the whole time, the reason I kept watching, I'm like. Leo's just great. Like, God, he's so he's just so fun to watch. Um, he's phenomenal. Uh, Jonah Hill made me laugh. Uh, we were me, me and Jo were getting into it, not getting into it, but talking before. Like, I just there's just something about Jonah Hill that me and my me and my wife just love him. Like, it's just his mannerisms and like he's just got this like face that he just looks like a d bag. So like, yeah. and he, there's a scene where they they the the uh, the Secret Service abduct uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character because she violated the NDA and they put a bag over her head and everything and as she's leaving the the, the oval office he goes oh hey did you, did you dig that bag over your head thing she's like yeah he's like yeah that was my idea the, the CIA doesn't even do or that Secret Service didn't do that it's a CIA thing but I told them to do it so huh. she's like oh, I had a feeling well I'm glad you had a feeling because it was me <laughs> Yeah. And like I just I just love him. Um, um, I would say about him, I think he was meant to like mimic Trump's kids as like like nepotism. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But if you think about it, other than the Obamas, like going back to Clinton, like Clintons, Bushes, not the Obamas, Trumps, like they all seem to have like their kids. Like I don't know. I guess the Bidens don't have anyone in in administration. They're always in the news. The kids, but like I don't know if they have anyone in administration, but. Anyway, and I, I, guess, I guess what's her name was not part of the administration at the time. Um, Chelsea. Yeah, but she was yeah. part of like Hillary's stuff like afterwards. But yeah, don't she was just a child at the time. Yeah, don't bore me with politics. Um, <laughs> what did uh, you say? I said don't bore me with politics. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Jonah Hill made me laugh. Uh, there's this sequence where a general in the beginning of the movie. Uh, shows up after they make they make these guys wait in the waiting room for like a day. With this, this was like, the best part of the movie. I yeah, thought. yeah, it really was. Yeah, so there's this like they're they're sitting there to, to tell the president that there's this comet that's going to destroy the Earth, and they're making them wait in the lobby for like like for, twelve like, hours. 20, yeah, because like, thirty six yeah, hours because they're ridiculous. dealing with like I don't know if it was the vice president or like a prominent member of Congress who like did something stupid and they were trying to do damage control over it for the, again, for the primaries or the court, whatever. Was that the, the vagina pick? No, no, he did something. I forget what that guy did, but, um, it was the vagina pick that made her then say, Oh, oh, let's, let's fast track this. We should probably pay attention to this comment thing now. Uh, 
And the general shows up with like a bunch of waters and snacks and starts like saying, "Oh yeah, after you know they really jack up these prices on these things in the White House." So you yeah, you guys owe me about ten bucks each. And then ten hour he leaves. Ten hours later, Jennifer Lawrence goes back in to get more water and snacks. Goes to the woman in the kitchen. Uh, she goes, uh, "How do how do I pay for these?" She goes, "It's the White House. They're free." <laughs> So basically, the general just like just 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 cops like twenty bucks from everybody, and then throughout the movie, like Jennifer Lawrence won't let it go, and just in random places talks about it to random people about how the gen the gen like like he knew I would find out, so why did he do it? Why would he charge us? Like yeah, he, he's making good money as a general, so it's not about the money. Yeah, so that was uh, yeah. So those those to me those were the only those were the only good things. About the movie, I, I I I did like that they end up killing everybody because I'm like it would have I I thought it would have been dumb after all that for there to have been something I thought it could have been more nuanced and got his point across more with a different ending. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I did I did tell my cousin that it was oddly satisfying to watch the world kind of like blow up when the yeah, meteor I, yeah, struck. That's yeah, and my my other sneaky favorite scene that I I told you I was like oh this is really funny part when you get to it it's it's subtle but you'll love it. When when Leonard when DiCaprio is in bed with the talk show host and they're you know they're basically like oh like we should probably get to know each other and she goes in this long thing and he has like nothing interesting in his life and then he just goes oh but this he's like oh this was exciting finally got Mark Hamill to sign my Star Wars poster it's in the garage <laughs> I just gives this I was dude I was dying I was like oh it's, that'd be like me it's like yeah I got I got my I got, I got Luke to sign my meet and greet photo in the basement <laughs> <laughs> i was i thought it was so funny i don't know why and then leo just sells it and pulls it off i'm like god this guy's amazing so yeah movie was a piece of shit it was terrible don't i mean listen if you if you like some of these actors and act sorry i guess we're not allowed to say that anymore but if you like some of these actors that are in the movie you know it's it, it's too long we're not allowed so, to say what anymore actresses they're all actors uh oh really oh that's a thing yeah um oh. it was definitely over two hours right it was two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, so it's too. Which I was already a little bit bitter going into it. I was like, really? Yeah, so it's already too. Yeah, long? yeah it, it's already way too long. But you know, again, if you like, if you're a Leo fan, he's great in it. If you love Two and a Half Men, Rose was great in it for the twenty seconds she's in the movie. So you can check it out. But let's. You want to do the score? I was gonna say, yeah, I did. I did do my scoring on this. Yeah, one. this and this is my problem with like awards and like how this shit works. Like this movie will get so many nominations, and yet pig that was a thousand times better than this movie we'll get like two if any. yeah uh, I, at first i was gonna correct you and, and say it wasn't a thousand times but it really was it was so much better it was oh it was so much better like i i outside of uh what do you call it chef fight club like pig was yeah way better than this fucking movie that's but that's a great actually they're, they're not gonna be in the same years are they don't look up it's gonna be 2022 huh no it came out in 2021 know. Anyway, okay, here we go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Act, acting. This was tough because, like, the the other than Leo, like the actors and actresses, whatever they weren't, they weren't like asked to do a lot. You know what I mean? Like everyone was very kind of just like over the top, character wise. So I went with one point seven five. I gave it a three because of Leo. Leo was just that fucking good. I get it. that. 
I get I that. Just li- and again, J- Jonah Hill makes me laugh, so. <laughs> yeah, and I get that. It was just like his character was overcooked, but like he did it well. So I don't know. Yeah. I gave it 1.75. Okay. Writing. I gave it one and a half. I just kind of right down the middle for me. It was, it was overcooked in a lot of parts, but then there was parts that were really funny, like the whole like general thing with the with the like that was hilarious that was a great bit um it was also i liked the ending where the world's about to blow up and the scientists are just trying to carry on a normal meal and not like focus on the negativity and and leo's like look at look at this farm raised salmon versus the wild caught you can tell the difference just by the color of it you know like look how fake this looks Uh, so that was i thought that part was good writing so i gave it a one and a half uh, I I only gave it a one because of the general joke. That's it. Oh, so I was gonna give it a zero. <laughs> wow, just plot awful. plot. I actually gave it a two point two five. I I actually really like the setup. I just and, and parts of it I thought were fine, but I I just thought they could have done more with it. But I I actually really like the setup, so I gave it a two point two five. Yeah, I gave it a I gave it a two. It's very very Armageddon feel. So yeah. I like the again. I like the concept. that just all the execution of it was. Yeah, just, exactly. Even and even even them turning around the mission was just so dumb. It's like it was yeah, very that, dumb. It's like you wouldn't be able to do that at all. Yeah. So any so of, they of, of that. Yeah, they launch like what twenty rockets with nukes to blow yeah, up. Yeah, and then just like but, somehow before it's too late, they actually launch them. But then all of a sudden, they turn them all around, and they're like. Actually, because uh, they found tech, the mineral, they realized the minerals are on there. But like, this tech guy is gonna launch his own mission, so we turned ours around. And the tech guy's what basically looks like. Well, who was that? That was a question I was gonna ask you. Who, who's he supposed to be? Like, well, I, he's a combination of like Bill Gates, or, and I'm sorry, um, um, the Apple guy, um, Jobs. Pe- yeah, so he's a combination of like Jobs and like Elon Musk. He looks like Jobs, but like some tendencies of Elon Musk. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. This is this is what, what what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah it was, oh. whatever. Yeah, God, I'm I'm gonna I'm already I'm I'm reducing my next score by a point because just that annoyed me. God, feel feel that? slash genre. I gave it a one and a half right down the middle again. Some of it they hit on, and some of it they didn't. Point five. Okay. Rewatchability. I gave it a one point two five. Some of it that makes you laugh, you might want to rewatch, but you, I don't think you want to sit through this whole damn thing again. Zero. Oh, wow! You you, you rated this way worse. This than was me. terrible. This is was awful. I get it. I, I, and so my I, total was, and politically, I don't even I don't even really like where they went with it. But I at least terrible. thought that they did okay getting their message across. And so I gave my total came out to eight point two five, which is kind of down the middle. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, even though I didn't necessarily agree with it politically, like I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I thought it just kind of missed in a couple areas. Tomorrow War was a cinematic genius compared to this shit. Box. Wow, you, you know what? You're you're actually convincing me. With like Pig was so much better. Tomorrow <laughs> this War movie was, was terrible. Tomorrow War was so much more fun. And this this had so much like this had more hype than Red Notice, which I know I know yeah. you're gonna laugh at that initially, but like no, it really did. You're, but Red Notice, like, you can me. say what you want for Red Notice, but those are three of like the most popular movie stars out there. And like this movie, like with all the ensemble cast they had, like, and I, I just thought it was terrible. Like, I'm like, shit, did they get like, Leo? It wasn't fun. It, it wasn't, yeah, no. Like, it I was wasn't, like, yeah. I was like, I wonder if they gave Leo just like sixty mil and said, here, dude, like, just go ahead. 
Yeah, it was awful. So so mine was 8.25. Yours sounds like it was more like 4. Six. It was 6.25. So okay. we averaged at like 7.3. Yeah. This movie sucked, everybody. Watch it if you want. Don't watch it. I don't care. Just like I didn't care about this movie. Awful. Okay. Awful. Well, let's talk about something we do care about. <laughs> Yellowstone season finale. Season four finale. Um, take us away with. I'm gonna. Your, I, 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 I can. I can. I can sum it up. Oh damn you, YouTube and timing out. Why does it time out? I'm gonna sum it up in one classic movie scene. You ready? Yeah. Oh. Oh, ads. there's, there's the ad. Stupid oh, ads. I was gonna say, do you want me to buy time while you get through the ad? No. But uh. just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this, and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> totally redeem yourself, bro. I. I, I I was after the last two episodes. I was really doubting the direction of where Yellowstone was going for the finale and next season. However many seasons they'll do this, because I know they're doing a couple of spinoffs. Totally pull a 180 and bring it back to where things make sense. It was great outside of Casey's weirdo like. I need to get naked and sit outside for four days with no water to realize that my wife sucks thing. Like, awesome. Awesome finale. Tied everything up. Everybody got brought to normal. From the very get-go where, you know, episode nine ends with John Dutton ridiculously telling Beth that maybe you shouldn't live here anymore after after having rip uproot once again. To, to, to have everybody move in because that's where he wanted family. They, you know, they actually have some sanity where instead of just, all right, we're leaving now and leaving, they take a breath and realize, Rip basically says, yeah, you know, why don't you, uh, why don't you take a beat here and uh, think about what you're doing as Beth's just throwing a bunch of shit in a suitcase. And they realize, oh, wait, you mean we can, like, have a fight, like, just take a quick time out and then talk and, like, forgive each other and move on with our lives? Like, that's yeah, possible? Exactly. <laughs> To where she then, where, you know, Rip basically says, you know, listen, uh, you know, you made a promise to me. And at the end of the day, you know, once you break that promise, it's over. And uh, she goes into, you know, daddy's bedroom and basically apologizes and said, listen, I, you know, we'll, we'll, we can debate whether or not, uh, you know, she, uh, you know, she was an enemy or not. Because Beth's still hung up on the fact that John Dutton should still be, you know, devout to uh, the, her, his, his wife, who she, you know. Has been um, passed away for quite some time. Yeah, and who Beth, you know, Beth's, you know, shenanigans on the horse somewhat led to her death, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and basically say, yeah, sorry, uh, my bad, Dad. I was trying to protect the kingdom like you wanted me to do, and uh, I guess I didn't realize that we had rules uh, all of a sudden, so I'm sorry. I'd like to stay. And he's like, okay, you can stay. <laughs> and then he goes, he, you know, I lo- he said, you know, he's like, you don't need my permission to live here. This is your home. And she's like, yeah, but I, I really do want your permission. He's like, well, you have it. I love you, Beth. Yeah, yeah he said, I love you. So I was uh, like, was that so hard? We needed that scene. Yeah. So that so so that that's the first thing. Then then you have uh, Beth goes to the jail to meet the guy that set up the murders on behalf of Jamie's father, biological father. And, like, even that, it's, like, she she talks to Walker 
before she goes to find out like detail tell me about jail what's jail all about <laughs> and like how to sneak weapons in so you're like so i'm already like oh god so are they really gonna have beth somehow like sneak in a conjugal and then end up like killing this guy like you know gerard butler in uh law-abiding citizen with like with with a t-bone with a t-bone steak hidden in her hair barrette she's gonna just somehow she's gonna stab in the neck 40 times just walk out of there uh but even that didn't happen she goes in and basically just gets the information she wants confirms that he saw jamie and told jamie what happened and then basically just says yeah guess what i uh i hope you're stuck in prison getting raped for the rest of your life and i was like that's Beth Dutton, man, and oh, yep. that that gold dress, roll friggin' tide, bro. Ooh, um, that was that. Was oh a, my god, quite a number she had on there. Yeah, and then she gets back to that. She then kidnaps a priest, which hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it was a small. I forgot pistol. about that part. Yeah, it was a it was a small pistol, daddy. Kidnaps a priest, gets uh, has a small wedding, a quick wedding outside the front in the front yard because she alludes that she's gonna do something tomorrow and wants to be a married woman. So her and Rip end up getting married, and then she goes to see Jamie and says, "Hey, uh, I knew you were behind it." Where he then says, "I wasn't. It was my father. Like it was my father. Like I didn't know what to do. Blah blah blah." And Beth basically gives him three options and says. Basically, two of them end up with him getting screwed and dying uh, and getting killed, and then she. The third was you can you can basically kill your dad and uh, all you know we'll we'll go from there, and that was that. And so Beth, uh, Beth just like goes back to being Beth Dutton, where she just like outsmarts everybody. Even even with Lendo Global, uh, Lendo Global, the 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 head CEO comes in and says basically that oh hey. Uh, I, I, I talked to our source at the New York Times, and we know you're behind this. Like, you violated your contract, your NDA. You're going to go to jail. And Beth just goes, good luck proving it, and walks out. Uh, yeah. Like, as if, as if, and by the way, as if you needed a source at the New York Times to realize that Beth Dutton was behind the sabotage yeah. of trying to take over her father's land. Jesus. Um so it just like I I really liked what happened with it. I talked to one of my my uh, my friends my my friend Banyan who uh, is a fa- fan of the show, and she actually didn't like some of the Beth stuff and thought it wasn't like Beth like. I was like I I thought it brought back what Beth actually was, where she just was just more cunning and outsmarted everybody and basically bended them to her will by using her brains, which is kind of what happened. So I I really enjoyed that, and at the end Jamie ends up killing his father, which he should have done months and months ago when this season started and he found out he was behind that and he goes to take the body to the train station beth's there waiting for him takes the picture and goes now i own you and uh has a nice scene with kevin costner where he's all upset and goes did i lose a son today beth uh he's like i know she's basically he's not your son he's like i know and as much as i tried not to love him i do is he gone he's like she's like no dad he's here but now you own him so that was a know. great scene too. Because yeah, it was really good. Yeah, my my I, my my, my only. Well, well, you know what? Sorry to interject. But yeah, go like, ahead. Yeah, I am. Um... You know, I I just, I never know when to stop you. <laughs> go I, ahead. Uh, I just I just appreciated that because it's like, look, Jamie. I get that Jamie's the outcast of the family, but like, dude, he grew up with them, and I and I understand Beth for hating him nonstop for making her sterile. Like, I get that debatable. Um, we mean. Keep going. Um, and so I, 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 I get it, but like, how, like you, again, he's John, John Dutton said it, like he raised 
Jamie. And even though like Jamie is the outcast, like he's still he's still raised him as a son. So, well, and that like, and that stuff didn't even start until like a year and a half ago, <laughs> with with Jamie being an out acting like you know against the family, really. Yeah, no, but I mean, it was it, the riff was always there of just like him not being a real cowboy and like him being like a slick suit and all that stuff. He but that, but, really, but Dut- Dutton asked him to do that know, because it, yeah, because it was going to be Advent. Jamie didn't want to do that. Jamie wanted to be a roughneck with them, and he was like, no, I need basically like the Godfather. How you know Vito Corleone wanted Michael to be a senator, so they, a, a politician, so they could work that to his advantage. That's what John Dunn wanted. He wanted. He was like, "No, Jamie, don't be a cowboy that you want to be. I want you. I want you to be a lawyer, so you can you can help me in my life and my 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 goals." Yeah. That and that's my. We talked about this the other day, where I was like, you know, even though Jamie's a big P, like I, I do hate how everyone like how like how like John Dutton and and Beth do blame him for all these problems. Where it's like, you know, all all, all John did was the one time Jamie wanted to do something for himself when it didn't suit his father's agenda, like his father basically was like, no, and completely shut it down and uh, embarrassed the hell out of him and was willing for Jamie to be completely, you know, laughed out of politics to basically teach him a lesson to you do, you do what's right for, for, for the, for the ranch. Uh, and then with Beth, like, Hey, listen, I get it. Like, I understand, but like, like Beth, Beth's the one that uh, you know pulled the goalie and went to Jamie for help, and was too afraid to go tell her father and everybody else. And Jamie had to have the responsibility to deal with that. I get it, it was it was terrible that he went and you know with the you know, she ended up getting sterile there, and that the uh, you know what happened. But like, like that was Beth's fault. Like, like Jay, Jay, Jamie, Jamie didn't get tell her to go ahead and have unprotected sex with somebody. Like, I, I just hate how people are like blaming. Blaming Jamie for situations that they put themselves in. So, but anyway. Well, well wait a second. I thought he ordered them to get her sterilized. You, no, you that's suggest- just no. What no? What happened was, was so she so she it was gets an knocked accident? up. No, 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 no. She gets knocked up. Uh, you know, I you know which which. Uh, sorry, I don't I don't think Jamie told you to go do that. Like she At age, did that. Like Sixteen or whatever. Yeah, like that happened. So like, hey, like that's that that's your fault. <laughs> that's not Jamie's fault. Okay. And then she went to Jamie for help because she didn't want to tell her father. So Jamie took. So they didn't. They couldn't go into town to, to get it done because everybody would know who they were, and then it would be this big right. scandal. So they went to the reservation, and no, like the reservation, like the the woman told her, told, told Jamie, yeah, we can do it, but just so you know, what we do here is, you know, sterilization. He didn't order that. That's just what they. That's what they do, and he just told Beth, yeah, it's good. Go ahead and do it. Oh, I thought that he. No, that. no, he didn't order it. No, that that's just what they do at the reservation when that when you do that procedure. Yeah, no, Jamie didn't order that. Oh, well, that changes things. I thought. Yeah, he, ordered he just that. he just didn't tell Beth. Oh, by the way, like you're going to be sterile after this. Which again, that's still a sh- terrible thing to do. But like, it's like like that. Beth got Beth got into that situation. Like that was Beth's problem. Like, and it was like, and she went she went and put that on Jamie to go to go fix it for her. Yeah, okay. so, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. That's why I just get mad. Where it's like Beth has all this hostility, and it's like, uh, all right, cool, Beth. Like you know, you're you're just as a fall for all this shit, and just like the stuff with the mother. It's like so like John Dutton can't like ever have a relationship again because you were a big puss on your horse, and your mom died, and that was your fault. Like now your dad's gotta be lonely for the rest of his life because you have issues. And by the way, I love Beth. By the way, Roll Tide, my God, whew, I love her. But that shit just annoys me. Anyway. 
uh jimmy the the chronicles of jimmy jimmy returns Ooh, uh I love it comes, so much come, ends up bringing his his lady friend who we find out is now his fiance yeah, back yeah to we the, find out they that they uh yeah he bring, brings her to the bunkhouse and somehow the barrel riders who john dutton said get the hell off my my ranch they're still around and uh his ex his ex lady friends there and they get into a uh Basically, a Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield knock fight. Knock down, drop him out. Yeah, drop Which down, was knock so out, awesome. Oh, it was so cool. And Jimmy, right Jimmy's, Jimmy's new lady was not taking any shit and throwing some hooks. There were some two, three combos. Uh, and so Jamie's talking to the bar- old barrel rider girlfriend and basically says, I didn't know you were going to be here. You guys, he told you to get off the to get out of here. And basically tells her, yeah, sorry, this is my new, uh, this is my lady. So uh, I'm not feeling you anymore. Jamie and then or no not Jamie sorry uh Jimmy and then Jimmy just he just is doing all this cowboy shit better than most of the ranch hands and uh yeah everyone's like oh man look Jamie went and went 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 and became a cowboy yeah yeah I think he did God, I love yeah it. I love and, and what sealed the deal was his one liner because uh they're like oh man man Jimmy like we should be a uh, roping team you know and Jimmy's like. I do it all day. He goes, why would I want to do it when I get off of work? That's like, oh, if a, so good. It's like if a dentist gets off work and goes home and just looks at pictures of teeth all day and they just, <laughs> they just crack up. They're like, son of a bitch. He did go become a cowboy. <laughs> it was so, it was, it was so good. I'm trying to think of a, damn it. I'm trying to think of, it's like a classic movie where like someone comes back and it's completely confident and like, just starts shitting on like the, like the guys that were bullying him back in the deck. Yeah. I, I thought I had know, that team, but, um, but that was like perfect. Like, like Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy's just like running, running, running shots over like all those guys now. Well, just to make it even, uh, even better. So then they show, um, what's the name of the horse? Like, I don't remember magic Mike or whatever the hell the course is. It's worth like 30 million or all, all of its, all of its children have won like 30 million or uh, whatever it is. So the Duttons now have this prized sire. And uh, he's like, ah, oh, Jimmy, come show me this horse. And um, so they have a private moment in the barn, and in the stalls. And uh, Jimmy's, you know, uh, Kevin Costner's like, hey, I guess Kevin Costner, what, stumbled in on his tough conversation with the old barrel racer, Mia. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and you know, Kevin Costner's like, yeah, I wasn't getting in the middle of that. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, but what are you going to do now? He's like, you're a little bit of a conundrum with your fiance. He's like, hey, he's like, Mr. Dutton, you know what? I already broke my promise to you once. I ain't doing it again. He's like, I, we'll figure I, it out. He's like, I'll, I'll pay off whatever I owe you from, which I'm assuming is the medical bills, right? So, yeah, it's like, I was like half a million dollars. And he's like, all right, so you're going to be working for me for the next 750 years or whatever it is. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever it is. And, and John Dutton goes, Jim, you don't owe me nothing. Just oh. do, do whatever you think is right. And, uh, He's like, seriously? And he's like, he's like, yep. He's like, you don't owe me anything. So, um, sure enough, he's going to go back to the Sixes Ranch with his new fling. And, um, you know, it's uh, when when they leave the Dutton Ranch to go back to the Sixes uh, with his new fling. I mean, that barrel racer Mia, all she needed was a was a stereo held above her head to be John Cusack and yeah, say right? anything. But so weird. She's just kind of like standing there roadside, like wait, Jimmy, wait, and he they just keep going, and and his new lady's like, you're never gonna get another chance to turn around right now, cause it's it'll be too late if you ever do. So if you want to turn around and see her, it's right now. 
he's like, no, he's like, I don't have any feelings for her. He's like, I just kind of feel a little bit of like, feel bad for her and feel a little bit of regret that, you know, didn't like happen a little bit cleaner or whatever. So sure enough. And this, this, uh, spinoff that I talked about the sixes, six, 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 six ranch. Apparently I, Halfway through the season, I said, "Just give me a spinoff with the Chronicles of Jimmy." Just give me, just give and me. And it looks Jimmy, like man. that's what we're getting. It looks like we are getting a Chronicles of Jimmy, the Sixes Ranch, hot diggity dog. I can't believe it. I am. You. I hope you can hear me smiling right yeah. now because I just and I'm it was, so pumped about that. It was American Pie, Stifler, and Finch. That's where. That's what I was thinking of there with Jimmy. The role reversal of like Jimmy Got and then it. all the actual cowboys. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was really good. So. And then the other, the other really good scene that I liked, which that ended stupid, but um, you know John Dutton and his coyote, girl, coyote ugly girlfriend, uh, who's the you know protester, you know Dutton basically goes into the judge like he had alluded to last episode and basically says, listen, let's let's not get crazy here, uh, you know, never really references the favor that he owes him. But says like just you know do do what's right like thirty years you know this girl's life for you know pushing pushing a grown man is ridiculous and the judge says you know I'll I'll take it into consideration and then you know John Dutton tells her right right before the trial or right before the judge comes out and is going to give the the verdict um, you know they have this appeal worked out and or they can go to trial and John Dutton says I trust a jury of your peers more than I trust this judge. And she rolled the dice anyway, and the judge just throws the friggin' book at her. But, like, just everything he said was so true. It's like, hey, listen, like, I get it. Like, you think you're doing the right thing, but guess what? Like, you can't you can't just break the law. It doesn't give you the right to break the law and vandalize things and throw throw rocks at people and do all, like, like. <laughs> you, you've trampled on all the rules of laws. You're, you're breaking down society, and it said, you know, all, every, all the property you destroyed, all that property is still destroyed. All the yeah. laws you broke, they're still broke. And so, you, like, you, I know you're trying to do the right thing, but you're just paving the way for other criminals to also get away with it. So yeah. how am I supposed to let you get away with it, but not them? He goes, how is that right? He's like, so he rattles it off. And it, it basically the summation of all of the chargers where he takes everything to the max is like, what, like 46 years or something like that? I thought it was like 70 years. It, it was it was just a ton. It yeah, was, I thought it was I thought it was two counts of 30-year sentences. No, I think it was then... two counts of 15 that added up Ah, okay, so that was 30. Then, then another yeah, okay. 10, then another 5, then another 1, then another... Yeah, so like 45 years in pre- and with, without, without the opportunity for parole for 19 years, I think was the parole. Yeah. Uh, which I was just like, man, this is great. It's like, yes, it's like, because I was just like, listen, like that's true. Like I get it. Like you're, you're trying, like, like, and the judge even said, it's like, you know what? Maybe you are right, but you can't, like, you can't just break the law because it suits you. So, and then afterwards, Dutton meets with the judge and says, "Well, I hope, hope you feel like a big man now, but in a couple, <laughs> but you're gonna, you're gonna go ahead and, re- you're gonna go ahead and reverse all this when it gets appealed." Still, never really references what he owes him the favor for. But, you know, the judge basically says, all right, just make sure it happens in a few days so I don't look like I, I, I reversed well, it. Well, there's, a, there's a little bit more to it because he's like, look, he's like, you're going to put this woman in jail for 45 years because it's a it's a little woman who po- pushed a grown man. He's like, come on, yeah. that, does, that doesn't fit the crime. Yeah. And he and, and he's like, just re- make it reverse it down to a year. And he's like, yeah, it's like or 15 months, whatever it is. He goes, yeah, he's like, that, but 
then she's only going to end up in jail for like eight months. And Dutton's like, yeah, it'll be eight months of hell for everything she did. Like, she'll get the point. Yeah. And and then um, he's like, plus, like, you sound like just a mean troll to all those people out there. And they're the ones that have to vote you back in. So it's like, why don't you consider that, too? And then that's where they pour a drink in the, and they just start like, like uh, how did we get here like how did society get here like we're we're gonna lose our land and all this stuff and um that's where we get the uh title of the episode when the judge is like what are we it's like man he's like man i got grandkids like what kind of world are they gonna inherit he's like where are we gonna be in a hundred years from now and john dutton is like hundred years we're not gonna be we're not even have a world in a hundred years there's gonna be grass growing in the streets and moss growing on the rooftops because there's just going to be nothing left and maybe god will start over if he has the stomach for it so and the title of the the uh the episode was grass on the rooftops and then the streets or in the cracks in the streets or whatever some to that effect but gotcha um yeah it was <laughs> if god has the stomach for it that was interesting but anyway cooler heads prevail and the judge is like, "Hey, look, fine. Like, don't uh, don't file the appeal tomorrow because I don't want to look like a pansy going back on my sentence after one day. Wait till Friday and then file it. Th- then I'll agree with you." And they and they agree to Duh. to do that. Should have should have left it at forty years. Would've been great. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, awesome finale. Nine out of ten in my book again. yeah so and again it they they did man i loved it as well i i guess there was it was mixed online of, of people liking it or not liking it um i, I don't know yeah like what, what could you not have liked about it besides obviously I, the I casey know. angle which is just stupid yeah and, and i mean the whole the whole angle there is that him and his basically his vision quest ended up with his vision being that he said we don't that we're not together in the end or something to that effect and we presume he means he and his wife um, I'm not sure if he means it. I guess it could have he, he could have met him and his family or something else, but I'm guessing they weren't being cryptic with it. It was just him and his uh, wife. Whatever. Yeah, it's stupid. Nobody, nobody um, cares. Nobody cares about Skyler. Nobody cares about Sam. And now people are going to start to not care. I, I like his son. His his wife. I can take or leave. Um, <sighs> but either way, I think the 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 point being is that uh, the I think. And, and I've been alluding to how the kids, like, don't want the ranch. And they've kind of set it up for the kids to come home and, like, really, like, dig in and be like, you know what? We all try doing our separate things. And, like, that's not what we want. We all want to be together. We want to be on this ranch. They've done, and, they've done that with Casey? Yeah, because him and his wife aren't. The only uh, reason why Casey's not on the ranch is the because wife, of his yeah. wife. And now that he has this vision quest and he's not supposed to be with his wife, I think he's going to be like, I, uh, my place is on the ranch and you either are with me or you're not. And I don't think yeah. she wants to be there. And so I, and like Jay, like the path has been paved for Jamie to come home and the path has been paved for, for Beth to be there and with rip and everyone else. And I, I kind of just wonder if like it, they're kind of shaping up for the final battle with Lendl global. And it's just going to be a knockdown, drag them out legal battle with Lendl global to, to, um, basically keep the ranch. The only, here's my question: was Was Beth recording that uh, CEO's diatribe on her phone? Because she picked up her phone to, I think, like look at something else right after that woman left. But maybe I don't know. 
if she recorded that that diatribe that that you know evil ceo woman gave then she could easily release that like at the climax of the next season and like bury that that company um, gotcha so i, yeah, wonder, I don't know i, I wonder if that's gonna come out yeah i'll be curious to see where they go i assume that kevin costner will step down from governor now and let Jamie do it because now he owns Jamie, so now he can have Jamie do it because it's, it's now advantageous. Oh, I didn't even for him. think of that, but that's true. Yeah, which then is kind of silly. Well, we still had that awesome speech, so but whatever. Um, but yeah, because he doesn't want to do it, but now he owns Jamie. So now Jamie can't. Now Jamie has to do what he wants because they have the picture of him with the dead with the, the the dead body. So I assume that'll happen. Uh, Rip did not die, which I really thought strongly was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't I don't know where they go with uh with with the next season. So I'll be be interested. I guess again, this is this is my first time watching live. So now I'm just like shit. I gotta wait a year. Yep. Uh, great, good season. Like I said, two season was really good. Um, really good. The bad episode and six minutes. So you know, six sixty six minutes of just bad bad stuff other than that though i thought every episode was just home run after home run after home run yeah great great show um 1883 is out there um we'll talk about that after it's done but um yeah man um i heard the stories oh lord um i, I think that's it i think, think we covered i think we got it all in under two hours this time yeah yes. i, I got it Fuck! That's what you think. That's what you uh, uh, think. Uh oh. I I gotta say, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna credit uh our our buddy Anthony Romano. Apple TV is amazing, by the way. Uh, I've just I've just subscribed to that. Finally, I had all these gift cards for Apple that I don't download music because I've got like the family thing, which God only knows. I'm sure I pay for that somehow. <laughs> But I was just like, oh, like I'm never gonna, I never, I never need a gift card to spend a dollar ninety nine on a song because I just download them. Um, so I used it on an Apple TV subscription. Man, I've watched the the programming I have watched on this so far is phenomenal. They don't have a ton yet because it's still relatively new. But man, Ted Lasso is hilarious. Where you're just you just started C C with, with yeah. our fr- friend of the pod uh, Jason Mimosa. Uh, he he is in the show C, which we will be covering in depth here in the next few weeks. Once, yeah, uh, pr- maybe next. Uh, I got uh, we got to watch um, Cobra Kai for next yes, week. Ma- maybe yes. we do. I maybe we do C and Cobra Kai next week. No, 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 no. I want C to okay. have something. Th- I want them both to have their own thing. We'll okay. we'll finish Cobra Kai because it's easy. Like C, it's an hour. It's a, it's eight episode seasons, but they're an hour each, so it's a little harder. But uh, okay, yeah, we'll do Cobra Kai next week. But man, the these these streaming stars, there's just so much quality television. Oh god, just so much good stuff. Like I I was so skeptical of some of these shows. Like even the even the Momoa thing, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm sure this is stupid. And my god, I just I couldn't turn it off. Like I I was like I I I, I had I had to watch the stupid Leo movie in like four pieces because I'm like, nah, this is dumb. I'm just gonna watch another episode of C. <laughs> <laughs> but uh there's just so much good stuff between that netflix i mean coca melon is just amazing too like no yeah. wonder it's been on the top 10 of netflix forever yeah. uh 
but yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna have to start. We're gonna start uh, dabbling in these Apple TV shows, man. Because there's there's a few out there. I wanna I wanna get through, and we can we can discuss in the pod. And uh, there's a feral Paul Rudd one out there too that looks pretty good. I saw that. That they look good. Yeah. So that's on that's on Apple TV, my friend. Yeah. All right, man. Sweet. Well, we got our work cut out for us. Um, on that note, everyone have a good week. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Drew, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out. Talk about anything that makes you get loud.